All right, so let's let's get into this word. Uh, you know, we're uh, going to talk about miracle DNA today. Miracle DNA. And uh, all right, let's just let's just get to it. We're probably going to really walk through a lot of scriptures. Somebody said, "Don't we always?" <laughs> But please take some wonderful notes because some of us are looking for miracles. What is that? What's that song? I'm looking for a miracle. <laughs> what is it? I believe in the impossible, right? <laughs> what, is it? what is it? If he, what's that? If you believe, you receive it. God's going to do it today. He'll perform it today. Yeah. So I'm looking for a miracle. I love that. And what's that? What's that other one you sing? Uh, um, he'll do it again, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we might want to cue that up. All right, all right. So we'll just read First John before uh, while they're finding that. So First John four. Um, <coughs> all right. So First John four four. It says, "Ye ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them." Because the greater, but because greater is he, this is key, underlined it, highlighted, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Look, it says, no, look, they are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world what? Heareth them. It says, we are of God, and he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Now, now I, I think this is so interesting here because it says we are of God, and it says great is he that's in you and he that's in the world. So we know that that's referencing Jesus. And we're going to talk about Jesus' design and the power and authority that he operated, he operated in. But, but well, when I was reading through this, which I've read through a thousand times, it says they are of the world. They, and look, therefore speak they of the world and the world heareth them. So you got to figure what it's saying is they're, 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 they're embedded. We talked about planning earlier. They're planted in the world. And so what they communicate are things of the world. Well, what we talked about earlier, opinions, right? And uh, what was the other, other thing we referenced? Opinions and, uh, huh? Well, we said traditions, but it was something else in particular. It'll, it'll come to me. But, but traditions, intellect, they're communicating. Look, it says, in the world, hears them. So, so they're speaking something. The, word hear, the world hears them, and the world has faith, or I want to say fear for what they hear, right? So something is communicated, and... So, so we talk about, we was talking about this, I was talking, about somebody, talking to somebody this week, huh? priorities, right? All right, so I was talking to somebody this week, and we were talking about how things are communicated. So you're talking, you know, things are communicated, and, and they were saying how it's amazing how, if, whether it's TV or different things like that, when people hear it, they respond as if it's the gospel. Well, I, well, I said I was talking to somebody, but I think it's something I said, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we, was it uh, Air Force? We were talking to the youth this week. And, and I was like, so it's amazing. I said, I, said, I said, like right now, we all have, you got the song? All right, good. We all have these, uh, we got our mask, and, and, and we're, remember, we're quarantining ourselves from diseases, you know, because something was communicated to us, and we've, we're adjusting our entire life based on what's communicated, as if it's gospel. Matter of fact, I... I, you know, I, so I, you know, of course, I miss some sports, so I watch sports shows, and and the guy was saying, yeah, you know, the next, the second round of whatever this is coming is going to happen in um in the in the winter, but he said it like it was gospel, like he didn't say it like it might happen, or I heard they say it could maybe. He said, yeah, so we got to get ready for the second round. So I said, man, imagine we read the word like that, because the word says sin will kill us, right? And if we quarantined ourselves from sin, we did uh, social distancing from sin, <laughs> right? Because we don't want to die, right? And then we got mad when we looked on TV and we saw all the people that were gathering around sin. And we go, man, I can't, 
Look, see, don't they care about us, right? People out here hanging out with sin, you know, don't they care what happens to our lives? See, that's what I'm saying. People are not listening. They're not following the, the uh, sanctification practices. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't hear that, do you? <laughs> right? But do we take this as serious? So, so again, we read the scripture. We, we said, 1 John 4, it says, you are of God, little children. And it says, you have overcome you have overcome them because great is he that's in you than he that's in the world. It says, they that are of the world, he said, they are of the world, therefore they speak, therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Now, the key here is we're of God, they hear us. So when we speak, Faith-filled words, well, out, of the, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speak, uh, Matthew 12, what, uh, 33. So, so the, and what are we speaking? We're speaking faith-filled words. Look here, Romans uh, 10. Sweetheart, could you, uh, you got your mic? Yeah. Dre, could you help her up? All right, we're going to do a quick audible here uh, because I had to be obedient with the Lord. said, so we're talking about miracle DNA. All right, let's go here, Romans 10. And I, I'm going to come, I'm, I'm going to, I want you to hear this, uh, hear this song, and then I'm going to come back. But Romans 10, it says, but what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thine heart. That is, look, the word of faith, which we preach. So the so so they of God when we say the word of faith they hear us look here verse 17 it says so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God look so faith comes by what hearing hearing, hearing by the word of God so because we are of God and the greatest one is in us when we start to speak people hear us and it it, it increases their faith so uh uh uh, we was on God Talk, and uh, uh, Lewis had mentioned yesterday on God Talk, he said uh, how he was around this guy that was mentoring him, and he would go around, and he, some people would be sick, and he would say, watch this. He would go to the person. He would pray for him. He said, now do something you haven't done before, and the person would move. Like, you know, let's say they, you know, they couldn't walk or they had pain, and they would move. But when he spoke, they heard him and increased their faith to move. See, they, 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 it was a corresponding action attached to that. Does that make sense? And see, so, so, so we have this DNA on the side of us where we can speak faith-filled words, and people that are of God, something happens on the inside. It stirs their faith up. We read the scripture uh, uh, where Jesus came into the town, and it said he preached and taught. He went into the sound. He saw something. He preached and taught. Now, we hear the miracles, but we don't realize their faith was increased because Jesus, uh, he spoke as one with authority. And so when they heard him speak, hold on, man, I could be healed based on what he just said. That, that can happen to me, right? So they moved based on the words he heard. I want you to think, I want you to just meditate on that for a second. Thank you, Lord. Lord, help me. Circumstances you can't get through And right now it seems There's no way out And you're going under But God's proven time And time again He'll take care of you And he'll do Always come through 
talking about? I so so. <laughs> Whoo, see, 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 like, like, th- we talked about this in Master Life this morning, 915, how, and Trina brought this out, how, you know, she loves connecting the scripture to the story, right? And how all the, the, the whole story just does something for us. And, you know, I gave the example how the woman with the issue it wasn't just her, you know, if I could touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. I'm just going to think of that. Maybe touching the hem of his garment. No. She had heard about all the people that touched the hem of his garment that was healed. And he had came into the town. The scripture says he came into the town and he saw uh, all these people sick. And before that, and uh, we're going to read it here later in Luke 4, it says he came to destroy the works of the devil. And so when he went into the town, he saw the works and he was moved with compassion and started healing every sickness and manner of disease. But Jesus was wise. He said, hold on a second. This is crazy. He said, man, he told his disciples, let's go to the other side. We're going to go to the locale where the hierarchy of demonic activity is. That's when he ran into the legion. Highest level of demonic activity. Took them out. And then he said, let us go back to the other side. So he went back to the location to see the effect 
of taking out the root, that woman had already heard about everybody healed. She was like, if he ever come back, I'm going to get mine. So when he came back, she was like, man, if I could just touch him. She pressed through the crowd. If I could just touch him, I shall be healed. And then, of course, we know that she was made whole. So it all attaches itself together. So that's why when we start speaking those faithful words, when we start communicating what God has done, when we start, when you start hearing he could do it again, like you, going, you can't tell me you wasn't sitting there going he could do it again. You ain't feel like he could do it again. You wasn't stirred up to say, oh, my God, he can do it again. You know, son, I forgot about something. I was so caught up in keeping up, I forgot about something. He did it before, he'll do it again. Yeah, like I, I've been so, like, worried, and you know what? Duh. He'll do it again. And you know what? The last time I was reminded he would do it again, I said I wouldn't forget he'll do it again, and I allowed myself to get caught up and forget he'll do it again and again and again and again. Right? And so today I was reminded because I heard somebody living for God and have a life with God, communicated with the voice of God, stirred up in me, he'll do it again. Right? So that's the difference, you know, because there's a, there's a DNA in us that communicates faith-filled words that, that uh, sees impossibilities in the midst of what everyone else says, well, this is, this is, this is all that's possible. And then something in that DNA says, but I, but I see more. Like I, I see, you know, uh, what is it, Caleb said, Caleb and Joshua, we're well able to, to, to possess it, right? I see different. I see something that, that's not seen. We were, I was talking to a guy this week, and I was sharing with him this uh, movie I watched in the movie. It was saying how they use media to manipulate folk. And they said they've been doing it for years. And they says what we do, we, we, one of the things we try to do is through media, we try to steal kids playing with toys because when they play with toys they use their creativity she, she, and, and, and what she said was she says no longer are, are young men going on adventures with their army men remember I told you the story that I used to have the army men I had them, had them lined up you know had my snipers you know had them now I'm by myself wasn't nobody there I just, I just created a whole scene you know and uh, she says no longer are young ladies going on adventures with their dogs says everybody is on tablets and things of that nature. You know, uh, uh, having their mentality retarded by just watching games, <laughs> right? Right? You know what I'm saying? So, so, but creativity is because we were made in God's image after God's likeness, and, and he's a creator. See, the devil's a perverter. He takes what God created and tries to twist it or pervert it. He hasn't created nothing new. But God is a creator, and we had that DNA inside of us to see. Like, remember, God walked out, saw darkness, never spoke the darkness. See, that's what the world does, magnify the obvious. He spoke what wasn't seen, light, let there be light. Never said, my God, look at this darkness. Like, you know, something happens to us, and we go, I can't believe. Look at the, look at the bills, look at this. Uh, look at the pain. No, 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 no. We have miracle DNA. We're supposed to speak what we desire, not what we see. Scripture says, don't look on the things that you see for they're temporal. Look on the things that you can't see for they're eternal. 2 Corinthians 4.18, right? Right? So, we, we, so, so it's, we, we have a different DNA. But the world tries to get us to conform and to smother our creativity to a point we're making decisions. Like if somebody tells you no, to you it's no. But to that miracle DNA... It's, it's yes. <laughs> to that miracle DNA, with many it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I, I know that's, it's not. People online say, what, what scripture is that? That's, that's Mark 10, 27, and that's not going to be on the screen. <laughs> right? I'm trying to navigate with both, both parties here. Let's go to 2 Peter 1. 2 Peter 1. And, and uh, we're going we're gonna to lock in on verse 4, but let, let me just start with verse 3 because I love this scripture. It says, according, and that word according means in harmony with, right? According as his divine power has given us, given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. 
right? And then right after that colon, it says this, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises. Now, it could have just said it's been given to us promises. It could just, it said exceeding great and precious, meaning God doesn't do uh, anything that has a limits attached to it. It's always where your cup will run over, exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Right, and then it says that by these, you might, look, look, by these exceeding great and precious promises. Now, we already did the whole promise teaching, right? It says that by these you might be partakers, look, of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He's saying be partakers of that miracle DNA on the inside of you, that creative power ability. Look, the assumption is that you've escaped the corruption of the world through that happens through lust. So lust is 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 uh, gives you this this uh, this pleasant picture, this feel good moment when the whole time is stealing what it takes for you to do the impossibles in your life. And if you consume, the more lust you consume, the more limits you see. The more lust you consume, the more limits you see because lust clouds you. And what it is happened with, with, with Adam and Eve. He said, oh, man, this, this, y'all ain't going to have this one on the screen either, the people that's watching online. Let's go to Genesis. It's a little audible. Y'all work with me. Y'all going to have to, you know, yeah, to write down a couple of scriptures, right? Let's see. All right, so we're going to start here at verse 1. It says, now the serpent was more subtle or tricky than any beast of the field. Uh, Genesis 3, 1, right? And it says, which the Lord, okay, now the serpent was more subtle uh, or tricky than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, God has said, ye shall not eat of the tree. Of, of the guard. So he's leading in with something God told her, and he's trying to bait her into uh, temptation. And the woman said unto the servant, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the servant said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Basically, why are you listening to God? Listen to me. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, Look, look, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. First, that's a trick. You already <laughs> been made in this image. It's like, <laughs> you're already God. And why you need to see evil? You already see everything's all good. He's trying to introduce evil or considerations. He's trying to open the door for lust to her. And a woman saw that the tree, look, was good for food, right, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, look, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. And she took the fruit there. Look, good for food, pleasant to the eyes, desire to make one wise. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. You know, First John 2, right? Same trick. See, so he, he baited her into lust based on feel good. Lust of the flesh, yeah, lust of the eyes, look good, pride of life. The, I'm somebody, right? See, see, the trickery, the whole thing. But the whole thing in the pull us, lust tries to pull you out of the presence of God and out of the power of operating in your miracle DNA, right? Um, so, so, again, the goal is for us to, uh, to, to participate in this divine nature. This is... Uh, miracle DNA in us. This is anointing. Uh, this is, um, let's go to uh, Luke 1. Luke 1. And we're going to read verse 80. Luke is, we talked about stories earlier, you know, it's, it's the breakdown of Jesus and him being birthed. But when you get here to eighty, 
It's talking about Jesus. It says, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. So it says Jesus grew. Now, now this is the DNA in us. He grew, waxed strong in spirit, in anointing, right? And was in the desert till the day of his showing. So even though he grew and waxed strong in the spirit, he stayed in what we would call a desert place in the wilderness until it was God's appointed time. So I'm going to get into that because miracle DNA has a timing attached to it. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, and then let's look at uh, Luke 2, 40. Similar to that, but it adds a, adds a couple of things to it. It says, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and anointing, filled with wisdom how to apply this anointing, and the grace of God was upon him. So now you have some favor upon him that's opening doors out ahead of him. So, so he was strong in spirit and anointing only. Then he grew to another level of strength where he's strong in spirit. Now he has the wisdom how to apply this power, this miracle DNA. And he knew it was getting close to him to his time of release because now grace is upon him, doors opening. Everything he touched is favor even when it looks like he's not supposed to get it. See, that's the difference. When we get drawn into lust, we, we qualify but are never approved. When we're walking in the spirit, we don't always qualify, but, we, but we're approved. We get jobs we don't even qualify for. Ministries, position, keeping it real, uh, when I first got hired to work for the church, I was hired as an assistant minister. There's people out there, you, you know it's true. I wasn't ordained. I hadn't even been to ministry school. I did all that after. I got ordained five years after I started working for the church and went to ministry school. I think I went to ministry school after that, didn't I? Yeah, I went to ministry school two years after that. Went to two schools, but I went to two. So the door opened up because God placed something in my heart and moved on a man of God to say, we need to hire this guy. Right? Right? What'd you say? Yeah, God qualified me. Right. All right, so, 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 and so I think about this. Let's go to Ma uh, Malachi 3. We talk about this when we pray over tithes and offering all the time. But I think this uh, this would kind of fit in. Because, again, what you recognize, he was in the wilderness and to, 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 Hit God wanted him to be shown to God showing, and so God's timing. So so miracle DNA is time released. It's time released. Miracle DNA is time released. So Malachi three. Uh, we're gonna focus in on verse eleven, but I'll I'll just start at verse ten because. You know, we always read that. So it's to bring all, all the tithes, that's the tenth of all you earn, into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me. So God, this is where God says, test me. Now, right after this, says, prove me now. Herewith, and you say when you feel like it, it says, say of the Lord, if I will not open up you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that's that favor out ahead of you, that there, will, there shall not be room enough to receive. Look. Then the second thing, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. Like, so that means everything you have will last longer and stronger instead of just being like putting money with bags and holes in it, right? He says, I rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine, this is what we're focusing on, cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord. And so, we, so you, you can read over that because, you know, people do want the blessings of God. So they're going to tithe so they get their blessing, right? And people want the devour rebukes. They don't want to get blessings. And, you know, you know how you, 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 you know, build up all these resources and it seems like all these uh, tragedies or ca catastrophes happen and you, you just use up all your money. Like you can't even enjoy it. So people want those two, but they just breeze over this. Your vine won't cast forth fruit before it's time. See, it's something about being in the right time. It's something about time release. Something happens. Every, that, that means, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, you, know, you already know I'm a movie guy, but well, it was the third, third, third movie of Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King. 
So you had, you had, I don't know, I'm going to just say three, three different factions of people trying to, to, to get to a place to win a war. But they all had to get there at the right time. <laughs> like if two of them said, man, we can just go tomorrow, man. You know, you know I, I'm not finished this level on PlayStation. <laughs> right? They all had to be there at the right time. Something happens when you're in the right time. Everything is galvanizing together for that time. Uh, I taught a message years ago in Ohio. I think I taught it at this church. I'm not sure. Called the uh, uh, nick of time. Like there's a window, there's a niche in time that harmonizes things. Uh, to everything, there's a season. There's a time to every purpose. Right? There's a time. See, everything is a season subject to change. But purpose has a time to it. It's time release. Right? And so there's a particular, there, there's this, oh, Jesus was around for a long time. How come in all those 30 years he wasn't doing the things he did once he reached 30? Because that miracle DNA was time-released. It was an appointed time, right? Right? And so, so let's go to uh, Galatians. That's uh, one of our uh, key scriptures here for the church. It's the air scripture. Scripture that's dramatically changed my life. Preparation for purpose, Right? So Galatians 4, verses 1 and 2. We should probably know this one by heart here, right? <laughs> it says, now I say that the heir, as long as he's a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. It says, but is under tutors and governors, teachers and trainers, until the time appointed of the father. So there's a time appointed. See, Jesus was in the desert until his showing. We're talking Christ. The Messiah came down from heaven through 42 generations to save our life, but he even had a time. He had a time to, to see, because he had to wax strong in spirit and in wisdom and in favor. See, we want to skip that. As soon as we know stuff, we're ready to show stuff, Right? Ain't that, ain't that how we roll? Soon we know stuff. We ready to show stuff. We skipping the character building to handle what we gonna show, right? We we skip that. Like, well, man, that's not important right now. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You can do it, but you can't handle it. <laughs> you can't handle the purpose, <laughs> right? Right? Just, just. I mean, just process through that. So, so DNA, DNA. Uh, I know this is the chemistry guy, but it's a, uh, what's it? Deoxyribbon nucleic? That's how you say it? Deoxy, deoxy, deoxyribbon nucleic acid, right? Is that right? He kind of ran through it like easy, you know, like uh, nucleic acid, <laughs> right? Um, but but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an encoding in us, right? It's, look, it's a genetic encoding in us that, that, re, that, that not only guides us, but it pulls us in certain directions that based on our design for this life. So in other words, once this goes in you, if anything tries to attach itself to you that's not in line with this code, it rejects it. <laughs> it rejects it. If I'm going to be too much like Melanie, something happens on the inside of me that rejects it. And, and, and guess what? And the interesting thing, similar to a fingerprint, everybody don't have the same exact code. See, so we say, you know, that's in your DNA. Yes, that is in your DNA. You've had, listen, I picked up things from my dad. My dad walked every day of his life that I know. Every morning. But my dad might be partying at night. He'd get up early morning and walk every day of his life. Like, like his consistency, I picked up that from my dad, you know. Uh, my mom, she just like figuring stuff out. Like she was always into like, and she was, she was in the word. She would study the word out and she was, uh, she, she studied uh, what was going on. Like she had breakdowns. She, like I'd pick her up, you know, she was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, but I'd pick her up and she'd be breaking down, you know. Uh, back in this time, they put, uh, uh, they put glass in Gerber. 
I remember that one. They put they they poisoned the Tylenol. All these things actually happened. Uh, she was just breaking these things down. That's my mom was real cerebral in her process. So I picked that up. That's that's in my DNA. But I'm not my mom and dad. No, I have pulled things from them. Major assets. Actually, I pulled things from my brother. I got a lot from my brother. Got a lot from my sisters. Cause I was out of my mother and father's kids, because we got other, I got more brothers and sisters, I was the youngest out of that crew. So I picked up all that stuff, you know. Um, you know, I got, I got two, two other little sisters, too. And the thing is, so, so there's things that we go, oh, that's a Bradley right there. You say, in a heartbeat, oh, yeah, that's a Bradley. Yeah, yeah, you can tell he's a Bradley. You know, <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> you know, see if you get, you sound like your dad. You sound like your brother. You know, you sound like, you know, so, so, yeah, you pick up those things. But, see, I learned something. Psalms uh, 139.14, that's not going to be on the screen, y'all. Uh, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. So there, there, there's, there's, there, there's something placed in us. You ever, you ever oh, this is good, because I know this happens to every one of y'all. Like, you ever, like, see stuff, it hasn't happened but you know it's happening, like you feel like you know that you know it's going to happen. And then you ever see something happen, you call it deja vu. But you know what it is? It's what that vision you saw came and manifested. See, because you've been in your DNA is the ability to discern. It's the ability to operate in words of knowledge and words of wisdom. So words of, not, words of wisdom is, is seeing the future. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12. Words of knowledge is you walk up to somebody, you, you feel what just happened to them. You, like you don't know them from Adam, but you can feel what happened to them, right? Words, of, that's words of knowledge. That's happening to us. Or you say something and it happens. You're in a situation, uh, uh, Lord told me you're going to be healed. And you don't know why. Okay, wait a minute. Oh, hey, I don't know where that came from. You know, now you try to back off because you're like, just in case this don't happen. I don't know where that came from, man. It just came out, man. I just, hey, hey, listen. I, I, I mean, that's possible, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're not used to operating in this level of DNA. Some of y'all been doing it since you was kids. Go interview your parents. You've walked up to people and told them they were pregnant and nobody knew they were pregnant. And you was four. Right? Some of y'all been doing this your entire life. But what happens is the cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, lust of other things, enter in and choke all the good word that God gave you to bring out that miracle DNA. But what God's trying to do is recalibrate our lives back to our original design so we can operate in that miracle DNA, that power. Now, it's a miracle to us, not to God. Just clear this up right now. To God is normal. What is it? Uh, uh, Sid Roth, with the supernatural, is normal. You know, that, that's his line, you know. And then you start to get on the show, he'd be like, man, we, we, here we, we operate in the normal. Right? But the reality is we were, we're God's children. And we do have this DNA in us where the impossible is possible or the impossible is normal for us, all right? I, and see, so we, we have this greater one on the inside of us. We read 1 John 4, 4 through uh, uh, 6. It says, great is he that's in us and he that's in the world. So you have this greater one we realize he's waxed strong in spirit and in wisdom, Right? Right? And in, um, in grace and favor of God, right? And so, th so that's, that's on the inside of us. It was just a point in time for release, which is coming soon, right, um, to a family near you. All right, and then so, so let's go back to Luke 2. We'll start here at verse, we'll look at verse 49. Because we have Jesus, we have this greater one inside of us. So I wanted to spend, I got so much stuff for us in this topic. Uh, we're going to break down miracle signs and wonders probably in the next couple of weeks. But I just wanted to wet our whistle a little bit. Uh, Luke 2, 
49, it says, And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Right? How is it that you sought me? Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, wish ye not that I must be about my father's business. So this is Jesus um, talking to his, his parents because they were looking for him. He's missing for a few days. And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. See, now he's a child. He's speaking out from his DNA, from his design. But, but they're like, what is he talking about? Like, you're a kid. What do you mean you're about your father's business? And first of all, Joseph's like, I'm your daddy. <laughs> if you was about my business, we wouldn't be looking for you. Right? And it's, it says, uh, but then, but look at this. It says, he spake this unto to him. And it says, he went down with them and came to Nazareth. Look, look. And was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. Now, so remember I said you have the DNA, but there's, there's, you have to grow to understand how to operate in the wisdom of it. And, and sometimes we skip the character part. Part of the character part is Humility, submitting to authority. See, see, the thing is, when you submit to authority, you draw authority. And it takes authority to navigate through the resistance of the devil, sickness, and disease. Whatsoever you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So, you, so when, sickness and disease tries to intimidate. It's a spirit that tries to intimidate. But if you're operating in authority... You can tell, you can command sickness and disease to leave a body, and it has to go. But if you don't submit to authority, you'll be like the sons of Sceva when they said, we cast you out in the name of Jesus that Paul preaches. And the demons is like, Paul we know and Jesus we know. But who are you? And those same demons jumped on top of them. Why? Because they didn't submit to authority. Jesus we know submitted to authority. Paul, we know, submitted to it. Matter of fact, when Paul first was knocked off that horse, right, and God told him what he wanted to do, Paul didn't go right to preach it. Man, you got to read the story. Paul was behind the scenes. It says he, it says he didn't consult with flesh and blood for about two or three years. He didn't just like put me, hey, what do I preach? This, that, and the other. He's like, listen, I need to learn. I have the anointing. I have the power. I talk to Jesus himself. But now I need to, I, I need to get detoxed from all the, 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 the lust of the flesh and the, uh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life that's been bled into my life following this, these Pharisees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to get out the things that could get in the way from me operating in full power. See, these lusts of the world, the lust of the flesh and pride of life, all it does is, that's where your doubt is. When, when doubt come up, doubt hidden, that slipped in your body like a Trojan horse through the way of the, the, the pleasures of this world. Just slid into your life, disguised as pleasure. Justified as, man, this, you ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> yes, you are. If you don't get to your platform to fulfill what you were designed to do, there's a lot of people going to be hurt. They're supposed to come through, break through that light by the faith-filled words that comes out of that miracle DNA that's in you. So when you say nobody's getting hurt, nobody who? See, you just can't see the people that you're called, that's hurting now because all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, waiting for those with that miracle DNA in them to rise up, speak faith-filled words, stir them up to live a certain life. Every, it says groaning and travailing in the scripture in Romans 8, 19 through uh, 21. Groaning and travailing like, like, like well, well we, I've never had a child and not trying to, right? But everything I hear about travail and trying to birth and, and uh, pain no one could experience. You had, you had two kids. Painful, wasn't it? Right? right so, so, so imagine that groan and travail is what the world is doing waiting on you. And think about that when we take the time to do what? We take the time, well, ain't nothing about a little pleasure here, a little pleasure there, a little pleasure there. And then we have, to, we have the nerve, I'm saying this respectfully, please 
hear this as God is just trying to get us, give us a perspective. We got the nerve to be complaining and frustrated and even consider depressed, being depressed. Listen, that's, that's the back end. We had choice on the front end. You see what I'm saying? Like, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Yeah, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord consistently. We have choice. And it's something in our, it, see, when you conform to the world, it's trying to transfuse your DNA. It's trying to take those strands and it's trying to engraft, you know, because like, that's what they do with cloning and stuff, right? Don't they try to, uh, what you say? Picking out part of the DNA. So what the, what the adversary is trying to do is he's, he's trying to pull and, 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 and change your DNA and graft uh, uh, compromise and graft lust. Like we, we operate in lust like ain't nothing I can do about it. The truth is ain't nothing you can do about miracle power. You can do something about lust. That's not something that's been in you before the foundation of the world. When you was in your mother's womb, that wasn't in there. That's something you was exposed to. And you had a choice to conform or to continue to transform. Like Jesus waxed strong in spirit and in wisdom. Right? We, you, you, we, have, we all have the ability to, to, to start with the DNA. Jesus didn't start showing us how to live when he got 30 years old. On the Sermon on the Mount. He was showing us how to live from the beginning, from when he was young. That's why it says he was submitted to his parents all that time. That's why I said he waxed strong. He, he was showing us how to grow up, how to, how, to, how to take our time and transform. Now, look, Jesus showed Jesus at least, at least it takes 30 years of consistent preparation. That's Jesus. We ain't Jesus. Some of us, it may take a little longer because we ain't been consistent. It says he was touched on all points. Everything we could possibly be tempted with, he was like, look, Satan's coming and he ain't got nothing in me. That means there's no part of Satan inside my DNA. So when he walks in my presence, he's immediately intimidated because he has no access to corrupt my miracle DNA software. He can't, he can't manipulate it. He can't activate a virus in it. All he could do is bow down to it. And that's what he's trying to get to us. Nobody's trying to punish you. No one's trying to make you suffer. God's trying to get you what you've been believing for. Actually, God's been believing for it before you. The Bible says you delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. But we, like, like, I, I, come on. Let's, let's be respectfully. What are we doing, man? Like, what are we doing? Do we really want what God has? Like, we're praying. But do you want the results? Because <laughs> a lot of times you're praying. So you're praying. And you're like, Lord, oh, God, I just want to be great. I want to do this. I want to get rid of this. I do that, Lord, God. And so you have all these, these, these people on assignment waiting for prayers, waiting to move. They're on assignment. Like these are, are DNA restorers, DNA protectors, DNA strengtheners, DNA empowerers, DNA healers. As soon as you pray, hey, hey. Hey, man, hey, 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 what we need you to do, we need you to discipline yourself. Discipline? Dude, dude, we're the blessing. It's got to be a blessing here. What, what, what you doing here? Well, you, you know, well, you pray, man, you pray, man. I'm here, man. Whoa, I'm so excited, man. Yeah, once we get this discipline, man, ain't nobody here trying to hear no discipline. Man, I, I just pray, man, I just pray. I want to believe, I'm believing God for these wonderful things, man. This, that, and that. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Then we pray again. Hey, man, hey, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, so what? I'm here, and, um, you know, I'm here. I'm on a cleaning crew here to clean out lust in your life, man. 
Yeah, yeah, I heard. You heard you was praying, trying to get your miracle DNA working, and uh, you just got a little lust in there. We can clean that out, clean that virus out your system, man, and you'll be working at optimal level. Signs, wonders, and miracles happening. Oh, I don't know, man. I've been with lust for a long time, man. I mean, me and lust is cool. I mean, I, I mean, they ain't hurt nobody. I mean, what's the big, I mean, how could this possibly stop me from miracles? I mean, I'm having so much enjoyment here. I, I know on the back end of some suppression, get lazy, forget some things, lose sight of some things. I, I mean, that's, we ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> that's, that's what they're doing out there. Somebody bring up something, something like, like, I think me and you were talking about that. We ain't talking about that right now. That's not the topic right now. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? God's trying to get stuff to us. What are we doing? We cheating ourselves, man. We cheating ourselves. So, 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 so now we know one of these, the, 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 these requirements or one of the things we need to do to operate in this miracle DNA, we're going to have to submit to authority. We're going to have to be accountable. Oh, I was about to say that. I was about to, you took that right out of my spirit. I thought, that's the next thing I was about to, that's the next thing I was about to say. Boy, I just passed on cuss to the church. What you tell me? You said people be lining up at the church. People gonna be lining up at the church. Hey, hey, the preachers start talking about accountability. Hey, I'm about to hit you with another one. Responsibility. There you go. Look, look, look. look. I'm look, DJ, I'm be getting tweets. <laughs> And <laughs> be on Twitter, be like, hey, man, is it, oh, oh, that's right. So they could chat on the, uh, the what is it, the Facebook Live, right, and, the, and, the, and the, on YouTube. Don't y'all be putting up no, no, no comments. Oh, he, he go talk about accountability and responsibility. <laughs> like, you know how the little hearts be flying up? <laughs> it's going to be like little, little you know, little mean face emojis. <laughs> so accountable and responsibility, but that's the key, man. Uh, and then let's look at this other key because Luke 4. So we know he was submitted, right? Luke 4, and let's look at verse 16. And it says, uh, and he came to Nazareth, Nazareth, where he was, uh, had been brought up. Remember, he went back and, and stayed submitted in the desert until it was time for, time, for, time for his showing, right? And it says, so he came to Nazareth where he was brought up. And as his custom was, underline, circle, highlight that phrase, as his custom was. So a custom is something you do consistently, correct? Look, it says, as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. <laughs> okay, so that means he went to church consistently. Right? Is that like me paraphrasing or something? He, just, he says, as his custom was. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, <laughs> right? Right? So, so, so he, didn't, he wasn't casual with being in the house of God. So he was a servant. He was consistent. He was planted in the house, flourishing in the courts. All those things helped him to handle. Listen, remember we talked about earlier how David, uh, so we talked about this morning in uh, the Master Life class, we were talking about how to study the Word, and one of the, the book was highlighting studying characters of the Bible. You know, their habits, their genealogy, uh, who they hung out with, whatever, you know, learning from them, right? And so, so when I think about this, when I think about when it was saying study those things out, and I think about Jesus, are we studying him out? Like, so, so it says he customarily went to church. It said he was submitted to, his, to authority. He operated as a servant, right? So these are, things, these are habits that he operated in. And when you want to walk in this power, you would think you would follow these practices, right? Line ourselves up with, oh, this is how, this is how we do this thing. This is how Jesus did it. This is how I do these things. So, so I think that's, that's important. All this stuff is, is, is the reason why we're talking about this as we get into miracle DNA, because what you're going to discover is it's, it's inside of you. You have this treasure hidden in your earthen vessel. You're going to discover that you was made in his image after his likeness, likeness to operate in this. But then you're going to ask yourself, well, how come I have it? And so some of these things we're talking about now are some of the character preparation 
That's the reasons why. But it's a lot to handle when God uses you in miracles. Yeah, some people, you know, God uses them in miracles. Immediately, they start a miracle ministry. See, listen, don't nobody get on me. I ain't talking about everybody. Just listen. All right, so, but God never said to, to have a miracle ministry. God just said, I want to use you to, and use the miracle part in you to everybody you come in contact with. Right? You don't necessarily, and, and, you, you don't have to uh, create a platform. Your platform is everybody you encounter. Jesus did it when he came into town. Jesus wasn't trying to establish a platform. They, they pumped Jesus up. And see, you got to be able to handle some things. Remember we talked about earlier, we, David didn't jump at every opportunity to be famous. He didn't want to put his hand on nothing God was doing. David is, is not even close to Jesus. Jesus, uh, 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 Palm Sunday, he put the palms down. Hosanna, Hosanna. Listen, it was an uproar. They was like, this, this he the man. You know, ah, it's like, you know, he won a Super Bowl, right? But Jesus had to have a certain character to understand, whoa, whoa, I can't get caught up in this. I'm not going to be able to handle the next thing I got to do. Because, you know, that was a week before. <laughs> Look, they hyped him up in less than a week, they're ready to kill him. And so we get frustrated because we go, but they just, they, they just, they was my friend. <laughs> they said I was wonderful. I don't understand. Why? But we just said in the Master Life class, they people. People. It says people are, they fade as grass. What, what do we read? Uh, uh, was it 1 Peter 1, 24 and 25 or 2? Yeah, it, it's 1 Peter. I know it's 1 Peter. I know 24 and 25 is the scripture. But it says men are like grass. They fade. We're not supposed to, like, like you, you're not supposed to put them up. But so, and you're not supposed to get pumped up too much by a man. They'll pump you up today and cut your legs from under you tomorrow. I'm not saying go around, you a man. Like, this is my wife. Yeah, like, like, you human, girl. Yeah, talking about you look good today. Uh-huh, uh -huh. later this week. You know, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we're playing off of God. Don't get pulled into these uh, uh, damaged thrones. <laughs> Don't get pulled into these. Like, what God has for you is everlasting. Right? Not fleeting. Let God use this DNA in you to impact where he wants to impact and watch what happens. And don't stop to smell yourself. Right? Don't stop. And don't stop to smell yourself. And listen, don't, don't stop. Remember it says that they were in the presence of God. Right? And they were vulnerable. They were naked and unashamed. After sin, it says they knew they were naked, and they hid themselves. Once you start feeling yourself, you're going to start hiding yourself because you're going to get caught up in the sin. And that's going to corrupt that miracle DNA on the inside of you, right? See, see, like, like it's, it's, uh, I, I learned this years ago. There's a price to pay for the anointing. I, you know, actually, I, I think the first time I ever read it was in uh, Benny Hinn's book, uh, The uh, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And then it, he, it was reemphasized in the sequel, which is called The Anointing. You know, when, when I teach on the anointing, like the kingly anointing, the priestly anointing, and the uh, leper's anointing, uh, a lot of the information I learned from that book. So, so there's, a, there's a cost, there's a price. So we, we want the power. We want the brilliance. Uh, we want the favor, right? You want the favor, but are we paying a price for it? Like, are we just, you know, constantly putting our hands on everything? Like, like the scripture says, be still and know I'm God. I'm going to say it again. Be still and know I'm God. It's hard to know God's in you and God's going to use you and God's going to uh, work in you to will to do his good pleasure when you can't be still and allow him to know. Scripture says, fear not, stand still, and see 
the salvation of the Lord. So Psalms 46.10 says, be still and know. Exodus 14.13 and 14, it says, fear not, stand still and see that I'm God. See, see, there's a, there's a, there's a we talk about this a lot, right? Knowing. There's a place, you know, you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things, right? That, 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 there's something that happens when you know and to operate in this miracle DNA, you got to know your, your God, God, God has placed this in you and he wants to use you. So when that unction comes, you'll move on it because you know, you won't. See, we can't keep uh, filtering God's power through our head. That we don't move on a lot of things because we filter God's power through our head. Ain't got nothing to do with our head. This is, uh, uh, this gentleman's name was Bruce Lee. We're going to pray for him again today. But he talked about this family need prayer on God talk. We prayed. Like, ain't got nobody got no time to think about, well, suppose this. And so, ain't no suppose. That's, see, see, again, if you think it's about your rep, you're going to maybe not operate in gifting. You might even talk to your friends. You might not talk to your friends because you go, well, suppose they don't like what I say. Suppose this ain't cool. Suppose I don't get proud. See, that's, you're filtering God's obedience through your head. A, a, a gentleman said it yesterday. He says, you know, before this climate, you know, it was kind of, he was in reserve of talking to his friends because, you know, they was always going to clubs and stuff like that. Folk going to clubs, folk hanging out, folk in gangs, folk shooting, killing, drinking, smoking, doing whatever. They ain't got nothing to do with you telling them what God said. Some of them are waiting on you to say what God said. I know this. But see, when you operate off that DNA on the inside of you, you realize you can change a life in a day? Forever? So uh, Pastor Dent tells a story and uh, how he was coming to church and he had decided, he says, you know, things were just going crazy in his life. He was like, okay, Lord, if you do something today, oh, I'm done. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to church, and if, 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 if you don't move, when I leave church, I'm going to get me a 40 and get some weed, and I'm, I'm just, I'm leaving, I'm not just leaving church, I'm leaving the, the kingdom. But you're going to have to do something today. So he comes to church, and, and you know, the spirit of God's moving, so the pastor was, uh, was moved and says, okay, anybody need prayer? But he switched it up that day. He didn't always do it the same way. He says, okay, hey, have my ministers come up. So he, so he had the ministers come up. He says, okay, pray for these people. Well, I just happened to be led to pray for, he wasn't pastor then at the time, but uh, minister then. I don't even know if he was minister then at the time. Matter of fact, I don't think he was. And so, so, so the Bible says lay hands on no man suddenly, right? So, so I went to pray, but I don't know what to pray. And I definitely wasn't going to just lay hands and I said, well, Holy Spirit, what you want me to do? So everybody was just praying for people, and I, but I wasn't. I was hesitant because I was like, Holy Spirit, what you want me to do? He said, I want you to take your fist, almost like a defibrillator, and I want you to hit this guy in his chest, almost like, you know, like you, you're trying to bring somebody back to life. This is what he told me. So I told him what I was going to do. I said, what I'm about to do, <laughs> I said, I'm about to take my fist like a defibrillator, and the Lord is saying he's going to bring you back to life. And I hit that dude in his chest. He hit the floor. He said, now, now, okay, that day he got up, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he just came up for prayer. He lived his life. You know, he grew, become a, got ordained as a minister. He actually ended up um, being, um, uh, I had to select people to be over the ministers and deacons. He was like, ended up being a head minister. And um, so we were, we were the day, it was a week before, no, it was the day before you had to move out here. And we were at dinner eating, and he said, uh, I don't know if I ever told y'all this story. And he told the story. He said, I asked God, if you don't do nothing today, I'm done. He says, uh, and he says, Minister Bradley, you came up to me, and when you did that, he said, it felt like, like a whole lightning bolt went through. And he said his life has never been, well, he actually obviously grew and he's pastoring now. Um, but what I'm saying is, I ain't know all that. As a matter of fact, I didn't hear the story until years later. I never heard nothing that day. I heard the story 
after he's already operating ministry, so he's around me all the time. He never told me the story until we were leaving to come out here. But it, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I wasn't sitting there going, well, you know, what the Lord is going to do is he's going to use me to impact this. No, my head had nothing to do with it. I was just being obedient. And you, you'll be surprised what your obedience will do. Because you have, see, what your obedience does is activates that miracle DNA in you. Your faith activates that, that DNA in you. Not your fear, not your head. Your head will talk you out of being used by God. So some of us, we calculating, he that studies the wind shall not sow. Everybody's looking for favorable circumstances. That's your head. But, but obedience and faith ain't got nothing to do with how it looks, favorable circumstances. Because God is, God is using you to, to turn them to favorable circumstances. Your faith will turn it into favorable circumstances. But see, it's hard to see these things when we, we take in this world that clouds us from the ability to see what God is trying to reveal to us to move on, right? Right? 